a quote to remember audio recording starting with Welty 14a mutual understanding in the world being nearly always as now at low ebb it is comforting to remember that it is through art that one country can nearly always speak reliable, reliably to another if the other can hear it all art though is never the voice of a country it is an even more precious thing the voice of the individual doing its best to speak not comfort of any sort indeed but truth and the art that speaks it most unmistakably most directly most variously most fully is fiction in particular the novel Welty 15 some of us grew up with the china night light the little lamp whose lighting showed its secret and with it with that spread enchantment the outside is painted with a scene which is one thing then when the lamp is lighted through the porcelain sides a new picture comes out through the old and they are seen as one a lamp i knew of was a view of london till it was lit but then it was the great fire of london and you could go beautifully to sleep by it the lamp light is the combination of internal and external glowing at the imagination as one and so is the good novel seeing that these inner and outer surfaces do lie so close together and so implicit in each other the wonders that human life so often separates them or appears to and it takes a good novel to put them back together wealthy 16. this makes it the business of writing and the responsibility of the writer to disentangle this significant in character incident setting mood everything from the random and meaningless and irrelevant that in real life surround and beset it it is a matter of his selecting and by all that implies of changing real life as he goes with each word he writes he acts as literally and methodically as if he hacked his way through a forest and blazed it for the word that follows he makes choices at the explicit demand of this one present story each choice implies explains limits the next and illuminates the one before what tells the author his way nothing at all but what he knows inside himself the same thing that hints to him afterward how far he has missed it how near he may have come to the heart of it in a working sense the novel and its place have become one work has made them for the time being the same thing like the explorer's tentative map of the known world wealthy 17 in noting that establishing a chink-proof world of appearance is the primary responsibility to the writer wealthy returns to the power of place which she argues is the writer's best way of reconciling the quest for truth with the awareness of the deliberate construction of this world of appearance wealthy says place being brought to life in the round before the reader's eye is the readiest and gentlest and most honest and natural way this can be brought about i think every instinct advises it the moment the place in which the novel novel happens is accepted as true through it will begin to glow in a kind of recognizable glory the feeling and thought that inhabited the novel in the author's head and animated the whole of his work wealthy 18. inevitably we get to the g word place wealthy insists 
plays into genius, for place helps us focus and focus helps us love, which, like attention, anchors us to reality. Welty says, Feelings are bound up in place and in art from time to time. Place undoubtedly works upon genius. It may be that place can focus the gigantic, voracious eye of genius and bring it its gaze to point. Focus, then, means awareness, discernment, order, clarity, insight. They are like the attributes of love. The act of focusing itself has beauty and meaning. It is the act that, continued in, turns into meditation, mediation, into poetry. Indeed, as soon as the least of us stand still, that is the moment something extraordinary is seen to be going on in the world. Welty, 19. Place, above all, is an instrument of the imagination, which at once shrouds things in fruitful illusion and strips them to their bare essence. Welty says, Place, to the writer at work, is seen in a frame, not an empty frame, a brimming one. A point of view is a sort of burning glass, a product of personal experience and time. It is burnished with feelings and sensibilities, charged from moment to moment with the sun points of imagination. It is an instrument, one of intensification. It acts, it behaves, it is temperamental. The writer must accurately choose, combine, superimpose upon, blot out, shake up, alter the outside world for one's absolute purpose, the good of his story. To do this, he is always seeing double, two pictures at once in his frame. He is in the worlds, a fact that he constantly comprehends, and he works best in a state of constant and subtle and unfooled reference between the two. It is his clear intention, his passion, I should say, to make the reader see only one of the pictures, the author's, under the pleasing illusion that it is the world's. This enormity is, a, is the accomplishment of a good story. I think it likely that at the moment of the writer's highest awareness of and responsiveness to the real world, his imagination's choice, parenthetical and miles away it may be from actuality, comes closest to being infallible for his purpose. For the spirit of things is what is sought. No blur of inexactness, no cloud of vagueness is allowable in good writing. From the first scene to the last putting down, there must be steady lucidity and uncompromise of purpose. Wealthy 20. One of the most important things a young writer comes to see for himself is that point of view is an instrument, not an end in itself. That is useful as a glass and not as a mirror to, to reflect a dear and pensive face. Conscientiously used, point of view will discover, explore, see-through. It may sometimes divine and prophesy. Misused, it turns opaque almost at once and gets in the way of the book. Welty. And so we returned uh, 21. Welty 21. And so we return to the chief responsibility of art and the artist, which swings reader and writer into an intimate dance of believing and being believed. Welty says, making reality real is art's responsibility. It is a practical assignment, then, a self-assignment, to achieve by a cultivated sensitivity for observing life, a capacity for receiving its impressions, a lonely, unremitting, unaided, unaidable vision, and transferring this vision without distortion 
to it onto the pages of a novel, where, if the reader is so persuaded, it will turn into the reader's illusion. How bent on this peculiar joy we are, reader and writer, willingly to practice, willingly to undergo this alchemy for it. Wealthy 22. This alchemy is the alchemy of place. Wealthy says, The sense of place is as essential to good and honest writing as a logical mind. Surely they are somewhere related. It is by knowing where you stand that you grow able to judge where you are. Place absorbs our earliest notice and attention. It bestows on us our original awareness and our critical powers spring up from the study of it and the growth of experience inside it. It, it perseveres in bringing us back to earth when we fly too high. It never really stops informing us, for it is forever a steer, a stir, alive, changing, reflecting, like the mind of man himself, itself. One place comprehended can make us understand other places better. Sense of place gives equilibrium. Extended, it is a sense of direction, too. Carried off, we might be in spirit, and should be. When we are reading or writing something good, but it is the sense of place going with us still, that is the ball of golden thread to carry us there and back, and in every sense of the word, to bring us home. Wealthy 23. For the artist to be unwilling to move, mentally or spiritually or physically, out of the familiar is a sign that spiritual timidity or poverty or decay has come upon him, for what is familiar will then have turned into all that is tyrannical. Wealthy 24. No art ever came out of not risking your neck. And risk, experiment, is a considerable part of the joy of doing, which is the lone simple reason all writers are willing to work as hard as they do. The open mind and the receptive heart, which are at last, and with fortune smile, the informed mind and experienced heart, are to be gained anywhere, anytime, without necessarily moving an inch from any present address. I'll stop there with wealthy, wealthy 24.